0: But I guess I should talk about today um, that Brian wanted me to talk about. And um, I just don't feel like talking about them. But I will indirectly discuss them with you. Um, I will start. With me or with the listeners? With you. Uh, fuck, Fuck these dudes. They're not even here. Like It's just you and me talking. There you go. The camera means nothing. Basically, a bunch of people who don't know us and don't care about us are going to listen to this thing and laugh that they're like taking part in a conversation they can't actually participate in. It's like I constant frustrated emails I get. I'm in my car yelling at you the answer to this thing you can't figure out even with the Google machine. I'm like, man, that sounds like you're bad. Um, <laughs> you're in rare form today, man. <laughs> well, so yesterday I, <clears throat> without diving too deeply into anything just yet, I want to talk about the fact that that I just came back from <clears throat> one of the more painful vanity experiences of my adult life, which is that I just had laser hair removal done to my back because I look like Zangief from Street Fighter. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about. The Russian guy with like the, like he's got like the fur on his shoulders coming up and over. I think, uh, Eddie hall actually looks like Zangief he does street fighter. So I'm like a very small underdeveloped malnourished version of Zangief. If that's if size is what matters. Like a Jewish grandpa version of Zangief. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) All of this to be said, (laughs) I did not hate the experience. It was, I had convinced myself that even though they said it was painful, that it would not be painful. Um, because people exaggerate all the time compared
1: oh. to a tattoo. How was it uh,
0: less painful than tattoo? Although how much less painful dramatically. I, it depends, right? Cause all my tattoos have been done by a heavy handed person who hated me. So like, I mean, I feel like that was a really painful experience. It took a long time to heal. Like tattoo inside of the wrist or in the ditch
1: comparison. Well, definitely not that bad.
0: It's, uh like they say it feels like a rubber band popping but it's hard to say because like they have this like it's like cryo like it's a cold air blast and heat so it's like Mm -hmm. this weird dichotomy and the chick did this thing as she did it where she like pressed on my skin as the laser was going which actually made it not feel bad at all it was (laughs) a few soft places like a thin skin or a lot of nerves like where i was bad um i don't know man It it was it the the disconcerting part is it didn't actually hurt that badly. It was done in like 10, 15 minutes. That's um, cool. yeah, hopefully it works because I know that my wife is getting tired of like every month when I have to get on camera somewhere and I'm like, Oh shit, I get rid of this thing. Like Brent has made me very self-conscious about it because at one point, sometime favorite thing to do, man, early in the history of softly, he said something about all the hate mail he got about my <laughs> chest hair it was, like, too voluminous or something. Like, there's too much volume in your chest hair. People complain. Is Doug wearing a plate carrier in yeah, that chair? exactly. Now I'm like, well, fuck. Every once in a while, I got to get a weed whacker out and bring that shit down. But on my back, like, I'm just flexible enough to, like, actually shave 80% of it. But then there's, like, patches that I like, I see when I look in the mirror. Like, oh, I can't get to that. Like, I'll, like, do all the contortion stuff, and I can't
1: get it. So then I have to call my wife in. No, we should do what we should invent a product like the mobility things that stick to the rig. Yep. Or that shave your back. It's a razor that you stick to the wall and like a bear, you just kind of never
0: see that going wrong. (laughs) Too much pressure. Just like a potato peeler,
1: right? (laughs) It has to be some kind of like serious
0: safety razor. So while I was at the, so to paint a picture, I recognize that people are going to think less of me. Uh, for this maybe who knows um the reality of the situation is that it made me this is really the more important uh, thing okay we're gonna get into that because i care (laughs) um i'm going to justify this by saying this is the kind of vain thing that makes me feel more like a seal which is going to be why i get into like my i'll get on a soapbox about that eventually because
1: i've i think you wouldn't want to be like a seal
0: hey at this point don't i'm my stomach makes a sad face when I think about SEALs right now, but that's a totally different topic. We'll get to it eventually. Um, which, it's a, it's a conflict, right? Because I know guys that I like who are SEALs a lot. I've worked with them, and they're really solid dudes. And then the overwhelming majority of command climate in that
1: NSW world just makes me. Yeah, like that guy who shall not be named, not only because I can't remember his name, which I actually can, but uh, because of his. Which one? His tarnished uh, incident. Oh, we're talking
0: about uh, Matthews?
1: No, the guy that came here and then got Oh, him. Jesus Christ. Don't even get me started on
0: that. His fucking cunty chain of command. Like, I, I would love for them to come here. I would like for everyone in the NSW community to hear the wonderful podcast he did for us that was, like,
1: not talking about being a SEAL at all. And, and I will say this. That kid, there are certain people that you meet, and when you meet them, you immediately, within a few minutes, can say this person is going to do cool shit. Yeah. He's got great Um, energy. Awesome energy. Clearly is intelligent. Is motivated, has a good head on his shoulders. Like this is a fucking guy that I want to bet on. Yep. You know, like the type of guy that's like,
0: dude, that's that's how I felt when I met him. When I met him, I was like, dude, I'm surrounded by like, this is like burnout central here in Iraq. And this like bright eyed, fluent Arabic speaker rolls up and is like, Hey, I'm a seal. I just want to see what problems I can solve for you. And you're like, first of all, cannot compute. (laughs) Secondly, I like you, man. Let's go for a drive. Right. And you're like, are you going around? These are all the problems I've got. Well, he's just writing notes down. Okay. And we like hop out to talk to some Iraqi guys. And he just starts rattling off in Arabic. And I'm like, what? Like, where did this come from? Well, you know, I was an Arabic major in college. No shit. Well, that's useful around here, especially. So I'm just saying, the back waxing laser hair removal, whatever. Um, it made me feel very, very vain. I have not mastered the condescending seal smirk yet, but I'm working on it real hard. You know, the, I'm better than you ask me a question about it. And You've then got I'll get hair sort of, it's not
1: seal hair though. Pretty good. Kind of like I think it's seal
0: quality, man. I think that they, uh, Minus the early onset balding, Chris Van Brink was the perfect seal hair guy because it was never really combed, but it appeared that there was a purpose. Kind of messy on yeah, purpose. Yeah, it was like it was like, hey, I've spent hours creating this rat's nest of hair that is this, you know that's that's a that's a seal thing. Like I just came out of the ocean. Look at this glory that is on my head. That's like the ripped jeans,
1: pre-ripped jeans yes. of the hair world <laughs> for sure.
0: I, I, so, it, not to get distracted. The place that did the laser hair removal is a spa. Okay, whatever. I've been to a spa before. I got a like. I've gotten massages, as my kid says. You know, Have you ever had a colonic? No. Really? No. Um, I believe that's the kind of thing that Brooke would frown on. Believe, I've never had one. I believe that. I've had a couple. Is is that like where I like the the tangents we go on? I'm assuming to to for the for my own edification. That's the part where they take a big bag of fluid and just like just ram it all up your butthole.
1: Uh, it's more like a hose, I would say. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, the hose is attached to the bag, right? I mean, I don't know. Or do they, like, know, literally just like, funnel, but, funnel it in. A, yeah, I think it's like a pump. Um, or, like, does the noise kind of, like, unsettle you as it starts to it come It was in? quiet. Uh, there was a place, so, I don't know. This, it became, like, a thing when I was on the trip. Is this at a spa? In Chicago. Yeah. Um, and they you sat on a table, and they had a fucking pipe that ran by next to you. So you could see all the junk that was like getting like cleaned out. I
0: don't feel like that's what I want to see.
1: I'm with you, man. I was like, ooh. Did you look, look the other can, way
0: or did you look at it? because like A, a,
1: a n- turd nugget that's been lodged in my colon for the last three years. Awesome. I don't know if that's um,
0: real though. I feel like it's just a turd nugget that's been there for like six hours. You don't six know. Hours. It's impossible to say. Yeah, It's impossible They're to say. They're just trying to make you feel like disrupting the natural bacteria levels in your anus.
1: A noose <laughs> is, uh, is like a good thing for you. I don't think it's a good thing for you. It's like, um, it was satisfying though in the same way that did you ever have the doctor squirt water into your ear to clean it, the wax out? No, no is that good? I, I remember having it done a couple times as a kid and it just felt so great afterwards. like clean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think that that's how that's how
0: because I feel like in the 21st century women have learned that soap works and like le- le- letting their vagina have its natural fucking um, you know aura is is like the healthiest way to live. Like the idea of using vinegar douches is not, it's not, it's not good to disrupt the pH balance of one's internal body parts. Sure. So like a
1: colonic is doing that. Right. Or I mean, I don't know. Is it, is it actually healthy? I don't know, man, I did it. I, was, I wouldn't say it at a peer pressure is more just kind of like, like standing around. It's quiet, you know, Guys are fucking shooting the shit, oh. dude. You should check this thing out. It's fucking a colonic, super I'm... weird.
0: And uh, I mean, I'm not judging you. I I don't know if the spa that I went to had a colonic.
1: Like, I don't know if they provided that service. I... Let's let's ask Brooke if it's good or bad. Oh, she's gonna say it's bad. I know she is. So if she doesn't say it's bad. I think you should go get one. We're we gonna videotape it. <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> we could do a podcast while you're getting one. Oh God, I can I just feel it. I like... think it was like a 30 minute thing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This so. Anyway, this place
0: is a place that does like uh, fillers. It's, it's essentially, it felt like a plastic surgery place. Like literally, like there was consults with real doctors. Yeah, I, was,
1: I was like 50% convinced you're going to come back with like a calf <laughs> insert add-on.
0: Very <laughs> pronounced cheekbones. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they do Botox, a bunch of other stuff. And it's like, so it's me coming in there. And all the girls that work there are very pretty. Um, they're like, they're mid-20s, not overly worked on. Like it's Mm -hmm. like one of those deals where if they're getting the services rendered by this place, it is very discreet. And then there are all the uh, clientele. They are not using um, caution when paying for the services provided by this place. It is a bunch of people that have like geometric faces and like, like, is overkill on every front there's an 80 year old man talking about how the laser hair removal on his inner ear like his, his ear isn't working you know as well as he thought it was and but i mean like the first thing they tell me when i go in is this only works on like brown and, and black hair like doesn't do anything to white hair and i'm like well first of all that's weird i don't know why white hair is impervious to your your fucking death ray Secondly, weird. why was this dude saying that he thought it would work when he clearly had nothing but white hairs coming out of his freaking ear holes? Whatever. I, I was... Not surprised by the clientele.
1: Were you frustrated because somewhere deep inside you felt maybe that was like a glimpse into future Doug?
0: (laughs) No, I actually was laughing because I was like, man,
1: I really hope I don't get to be 75
0: and give a fuck about the... Like, I currently care about a stray ear hair. I'm 38. 37. About to be 38. I care about this because I'm still a little vain.
1: If I live to be that old, I'm definitely going to be a guy that's got like... Where does the nose hair end and the, and the, and the, the mustache start? begin?
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, I won't be shaving my pubes. It, you know, like, I'm not going to even knock them down. I'm going to be like, can you see my dick? Who knows? It's in the jungle back there. How short do you shave right now? Uh, my pubic hair? Yeah. Uh, it's like a trim. It's like a, a mat. Like, it seems to be. I feel like this is an odd question, but yes, it's, it's <laughs> shorter than my uh, beard. No, I think
1: for different people... The key is finding the length that's not itchy, right? Oh, I
0: guess so. I don't really think it's ever itchy. Like, I'll shave. Like if it gets stubbly,
1: it gets There's weird, There's something right? satisfying about
0: smooth testicles. So I'm in, the, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm in the habit of using a safety razor to keep that all very smooth. It's pleasant. Sure. Also, while I'm doing it, I kind of convince myself that at some point, Kim will spontaneously enjoy putting them in her mouth, even though I know that's not true.
1: I'll leave that there. Yeah, I
0: tell, I tell it to myself. I'm like, this is going to be one day. I
1: think like, I would be so nervous, man. About hey. having him put in Kim's mouth? I mean, you should hey, be. Just baby. in someone's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh, put him in someone's mouth?
0: Really? Yeah. yeah I don't know. No, I'm sure if, no. I would feel so vulnerable. I mean, I think that's the whole point. That's like, do you do you turn down head too? No. But you don't feel vulnerable with it in the mouth of the teeth. I'm
1: <laughs> not saying it's logical, <laughs> man. <laughs>
0: Lister fiend. Right? Yes, and pillow pants. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's weird. I don't know. I'm not going to delve into that either because I'm not a psychiatrist, but um, I mean, I feel like one tooth is the same as the next one.
1: Just put it somewhere. Actually, this is reminding me of something super fucking weird. Do you tell? Years ago, there was a, an illegal castration clinic out in Western North Carolina that was uh, shut down. For humans? Yeah. Um, whoa, it was whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it was crazy. It was like these three. Why? That's what I'm saying. I remember reading this article and thinking, "Okay, not only is this weird, but like, why? Why does this exist? There's a demand for this service. So it was. These, was it a kink thing? It was like these three Central American guys that were operating a fucking castration clinic out of a house in Western North Carolina." you know like in like Shelby or you know like I don't understand it wasn't Asheville but yeah like dude were they rubber banding were they like doing the No it was like a surgery I think really and uh like BME Pain Olympics I don't know man but like people would go there voluntarily apparently it's like a fetish thing or something oh, Okay so um, it is a sexualized thing
0: Okay I can I can at least understand that self harm type stuff is but it's erotic. fucking no, weird it's not for me but I definitely like when you say it I was I was like is this a purpose I Wish Nick was in here now Ah, the the you old know. Nick info check. <laughs> so I'm not going to go too deep on this one. But no, no, it's, it's cool. I, I literally was merely just talking about how as an old man I won't give a fuck and I will not weed whack the fucking, the cock and balls. But as I was going through my consult at this place before I had the laser hair removal, which is really not the point of this story, I saw an ad for something that made me very curious
1: it it fucking came right up three north carolina men sentenced to jail for castration uh castration dungeon in waynesville north carolina i mean if it's voluntary why is it is it like a violation of health code or uh shouldn't Aren't, isn't, they so, pleaded guilty to felony castration and maiming. If there's one thing that I've learned from this harumph about yeah, so, abortion
0: in Alabama, it's that if a, if a man or a woman wants to do something to their own body,
1: they should be entitled to do it. Superior Court Judge Dennis Winner said it was difficult to call the dungeon's willing patients victims, but he said six castrations performed there were certainly a crime. Why? Is it, is it illegal to castrate someone? I mean apparently it is. I guess maybe without a medical license. I don't know. Uh, let's see. The men ran you a can sadomasochistic still get an erection after you've been castrated, right? I assume so, but like you can only enjoy that fetish once. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty big deal, right? They've the men ran a sadomasochistic dungeon fashioned from an enclosed carport <laughs> <laughs> at a house in a quiet neighborhood in Waynesville. I bet it wasn't quiet when they got the screaming. Six men from as far away as South America came to the home for castration.
0: Do you Google that shit on the dark web? I know that's not a real, like that's like a,
1: no, this came up. I remember like, it was like one of those like odd, you know, the odd news category when you used to look at like Yahoo news. It was like, you know, nation, world sports, oddly enough.
0: So the thing that really got me going about this is that there's an ad. There's a, an informational flyer mm-hmm. that was at the place where I got my laser hair removal. <laughs> Forecastrations or non-invasive, uh, a, a, a non-invasive solution for vaginal tightening. Mm. First of all, I immediately discount anyone who makes uncouth jokes about an extra stitch. I'm like, Poor bastard in the sense that like an extra stitch was actually that interesting to you. I uh, feel bad for you, son, but also I often,
1: I don't think that's for men. I think it's for women. Every male doctor jokes that it's for men. Yeah, but I'm saying, I think most women do it for themselves, not for their partners. So I guess this goes deeper because
0: uh, elaborate on why you think that, because I think you're probably right. But, is it,
1: what is the reason? I think it's for their, their pleasure. No, it's not.
0: I mean, it doesn't, I don't believe, first of all, I don't believe that most women derive a ton of sexual pleasure from vaginal barrel stimulation anyway. Secondly, the real issue would be the pelvic t- pelvic floor tightening is the real thing, right? Because that keeps them from peeing themselves when they're doing all the double under jump ropes, trying to look good for like the
1: next man they're going to get married. I feel to. like we definitely need a medical chart right now. <laughs>
0: What? What a pelvic floor is?
1: Yeah, just like the...
0: There's drawings on this thing, and I can zoom in, but I can tell you that before the pelvic floor muscles insufficiently support pelvic organs and affect bladder content. All right. Arrow moves to the right. Treatment. I'm not going to name the name of this, but it effectively stimulates pelvic floor muscles with thousands of contractions per second. It's like a picture of like a pelvic floor and then it's like a power dot waves going up right oh yeah it's a power dot for your pussy um and then after it's uh stimulation leads to regained control over pelvic floor muscles and bladder okay cool so this is like to keep you from peeing yourself um sounds better than surgery well for sure it's just it's very interesting because it's a, it's like a drum you sit on the drum and the drum vibrates and it's supposedly a 28-minute session is equal to 69 hours of kegels.
1: You should try it and see what happens, man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you just sit on it. Um, but all of this, I was like, Would you go and report back? Well, <laughs> I want to talk about
0: I want to talk about everything that this place offers in general, right? right. I've never had a woman say anything negative about my back hair. I am self-conscious about it. I don't believe that I've ever looked at a woman and thought she would be more attractive if she had dramatically more pronounced cheekbones or a stronger chin or I don't think that bitch doesn't look like she got stung by bees and her
1: lips or plastic surgery is clearly done for the person getting it, not for other people.
0: But if the goal is to be more beautiful, shouldn't it be based on other
1: people's perceptions of you should be, but it's not a rational thing.
0: So, but no matter how much plastic surgery one has, you still don't like yourself. (laughs) Like, that's the thing, right? Like, getting my back waxed didn't make me like myself more or less. Well, lasered, whatever the fuck it is. Like, I don't have hair on my back right now. I feel like a sleek, Siamese hairless cat. Do you feel better about yourself? No, I feel like my shirt has more traction on my back now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's not the same thing. But, like, when I think about, like what are potential plastic surgeries that a man could have? I guess men do like facelifts and try to get rid of crow's sure. feet. But I'm like, my, whole, shit, my whole life has been trying to make myself look older so that I can be like the Marlboro man. Right? Cause like the Marlboro man was cool. Like that guy's Weathered. rugged. He looks <laughs> like he's tough. That's what I want to be looking like.
1: Dude, my dad was a, uh, was an endodontist. He did root canals. Okay. And he had a friend who was an oral surgeon that had a, a guy come to him. Young guy like in his twenties with almost perfect teeth. And he wanted the majority out of his teeth removed because all the men in his family had dentures and he didn't feel like he was, you know, like a real man until they he had, had dentures. dentures and they were like, this is fucking insane. It is insane. Um, we're not going to take all your teeth out so you can have dentures. But that was the thing it was like, you know, his dad, his grandfather had dentures, his father had dentures, his uncle had dentures. Like just because everyone else in your family has like really poor hygiene that leads to this doesn't mean Maybe that Maybe they just had really soft teeth. Who knows? You never know. The sugar bug's been working overtime. They're just drinking vinegar every
0: day. So essentially, it it brings up a question for me though. Like women in general not all women but mm-hmm. most women complain that the beauty standards created by society are too high and unrealistic and that like this is a magazine thing and i mean okay okay like i have brian to photoshop every one of my imperfections out it's awesome like, that's why i tell people you should get a professional photographer all year round lightroom makes you look fucking cool um also caveat I don't think that any of the things that those women get done to themselves at this place are anything that any man gives two shits about. Did you make your titties bigger? Only real question. Like, legitimately like, well, your vagina is tighter, I noticed. Said no man ever unless he was trying to flatter a woman. You know, like, well, what did you do? You've tightened your vagina. I don't know about that. Was it loose before?
1: Like, I don't understand, right? I'm not going to delve into that, but uh, I'm not sure that I agree. Uh, So you do think that the things that the plastic
0: surgery that women pay for is for men's benefit. I'm speaking solely to the
1: vagina thing.
0: Oh, the vagina thing, like, this is really the tip of the iceberg for me, because, like, I understand why you would want to strengthen your pelvic floor to keep yourself from peeing yourself, mm-hmm. but to me, I feel like this is a gateway drug to, like, labiaplasties and things, where it's, like, because of the incidence of pornography, and everyone sees a certain kind of shaved...
1: Dude, 100%. I mean, I, th- I, I think most plastic surgery ends up making you... More self-conscious. Up, it pushes... Well, not only that, but I think that it happens because it pushes you into the uncanny valley. And when that happens, other people around you are like, what the fuck? And that's going to make you more self-conscious. Well, when I... So, so, like, I, the way I look right now,
0: I have total... Con- like, I, I don't have any control over how I look. Like, I was born with these genes. I go to the gym. Like, physically speaking...
1: But no matter what, unless you have some kind of severe physical deformity, you're not in the uncanny valley. Every yeah. person that's walking around instinctually, instinctually and innately looks at you and... There's nothing in the back of their brain at like a subconscious level that's firing off some kind of trigger of like symmetry's off, well, symmetry's like, off. What's up with that guy? You know. Um, so I think that when we push ourselves into that that valley, like it doesn't take but a split second to be seeing someone and your brain is like, eh, like what's something what's wrong with something's that wrong, I
0: and mean, then you stare at them. Yes. We were we went out the other night and there was a girl who, by all rights, was probably. She was, a, she was a very pretty girl, but she had some kind of fillers in her cheeks mm-hmm. that made her stand out so dramatically that I couldn't stop staring. I was like,
1: oh, but it's not she's a, got a squirrel fetish,
0: but it's not a good. No, not like, like, not like, <laughs> not like I just blue, blue air into my cheeks. Like, not like a, at the end of the night, like she, a just,
1: chipmunk she cheek, pulls like a couple like, of coins it, out, like,
0: like her cheekbones were so pronounced yep. and so out of. So out of line with the rest of her facial features that I was like, that bitch paid money to have fillers put in her fucking cheekbones. Cause like she thought she had, like I got a weak chin. I grew a beard to cover that shit up. Also. I mean like I'm lucky like that. I would respect any woman who grew a beard to cover up a weak chin, <laughs> but also I can't imagine being like, man, I have this weak chin and I like to shave. I should get a chin implant. And I think at the end of the day, like, i don't hate on people that do it in the sense that like the, the point isn't that they get these things done what sucks right is that you don't have any control over what the finished product looks like you tell them like i want to look more like this but in the end the
1: artist <laughs> is the one responsible for the, the surgeon does all the, the art yeah but it's also the all the other factors in play you can't be like dude, george clooney's haircut's so cool that's what i want go get the same thing you're not gonna fucking look like you can george keep Clooney. trying and people fuck it
0: up like, but it's like it's like I'm not going to go and be like, I want people to remember what I look like for the ages and drop in at the Casa de Pablo Picasso (laughs) and then be upset when he paints me in a way that no one will recognize me. For sure, man.
1: And I'm sure that part of it is that maybe there's some like super awesome plastic surgeons out there that do such good work that you don't even know that the people have had that work done.
0: Then this is going into other territory, which is why I have the work done if people don't notice that it's been done.
1: Well, because it's done so well that it's done within the bounds of, of normalcy. This is, right? where,
0: this is the one area that I depart from this because I have a thing for cartoonishly large breasts. So like when it's breast augmentation time, I'm like, no, no, no. They should look unnatural as hell. I'm like. Uh, I mean, what? Like the quadruple W? Like It's not just necessarily a size thing. It's They should look like. Two ripe melons thrown at a fourteen-year-old boy. You know they should be should be hard. And uh, typically, everyone's like, "No, no, no." They look natural. Why? What's the point of that? You pay hey, for fake boobs. You know why I
1: think that's so weird? I grew up in Texas, so it's not that weird. Because well, clearly, I mean, in a saline era, I'm sure that this is a a nurture side of the nature versus nurture. But the reality. I shouldn't say the reality. I believe that evolutionarily evolutionarily yeah, yeah, is sure. that a better word. I get what you mean. Evolutionally. Yep. I don't know. Evolutionarily. But your biological imperative. Due to evolution. Yep. Something like that. Like boobs look like ass. They look like an ass on the on the front of your body. I appreciate both of those things. So in fact, I took a class in college called uh, Plants and Man. And it was in this super awesome category of classes called integrated liberal studies. And these are the kind of things that our parents said we shouldn't take in college. It was really, ruin you and you couldn't major in it. Right? It was, it was like a group of classes. There were only a few classes, although professors that taught it had to be, I believe, tenured professors with like a master's in another area outside of their PhD. Yeah. Okay. And, this guy was like a botany PhD, but also had like sociology and economics, etc. In the whole class, it was like a really cool discovery show. In fact, if you read uh, Jared Diamond's Guns, Germs, and Steel, yeah, 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 yeah. So it was basically like that book, but a semester-long class. That's cool. It was really interesting. Like, how did agriculture affect warfare and you know civilization? All this kind of stuff. Yeah. There was another one. It was very similar to the book uh, Godel, Escherbach. It was all about like math and art and music. And uh, it, it, in any event, um, this guy put this guy. This professor was was uh, amazing. By the way, this old British dude lived on a tobacco farm outside of Madison, Wisconsin. grew grew his own and smoked his own tobacco. That um, yeah, that wasn't all he smoked. <clears throat> he, uh, he taught on three slide projectors at the same time. Professor Tim Allen, who I believe is now passed away. And in one of those classes, what he did was he took a cover from Playboy and he put it up on the, the screen, but it was a swimsuit that was a, the back of a woman with the back of the swimsuit went down and kind of like was swooped so low that it, it, it was, was like exposed, cleavage of the butt. Exposed to her butt crack, right? Yeah. And he had it cropped in so it was like just that area. So you thought it was, it was décolleté? It was like, what are we looking at here? 100% you think you're looking at tits. Eh, it fucking shows the full thing. It's actually ass. So with that, I think it's weird because the whole like super augmented titty thing of like, yeah, just two balloons that have been like fucking masking taped onto a... It's but I'm saying it goes against the natural reason for that happening. I like small breasts as well. I'm just
0: like, I'm here to tell you as an equal opportunity employer, I, I, I do not discriminate. All right. Well... Just to say. Thank you for letting. I'm a man of many tastes. Thank the you for is, letting us know. Are you trying to say that I'm I'm attracted to the anus because I'm into cartoon? No, I'm, what
1: I'm saying though is that the the reason that I think we're attracted to breasts is due to the ass, and if the breasts aren't taking that same shape, it's weird to me that it that instinctively, instinctually, whatever. It would still draw your attention. I would the like same my way. ass to look like a pair. I don't mean you in melons. particular. I'm saying the proverbial you. No, no. I mean I understand the royal we. Yeah. <laughs> We're here.
0: Like I get it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, as one does. As one does. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. It was. Uh, uh, who knows if I'll go back? We'll see if this is, um, you know, if this is a thing. But I definitely was like. I mean apparently for the next 8 weeks i don't have to worry about shaving my back at all they've fried the what follicles about sun exposure now i cannot go in the sun for 2 weeks they say but eh, they can't be real
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we're going to be doing an episode to raise about money the, for, for the <laughs> raise money for your back. cancer treatment in <laughs> a year from now uh supposedly you it's like a a
0: week on each side that you're not supposed to like get a ton of sun cuz the laser it's like I get it.
1: Just put on a fucking sun shirt. Um, negative. Dude, I love sun shirts. I know you do. And Brian's kids love them too. I, in fact, I recently upgraded from the regular sun shirt to the hooded sun shirt.
0: Is this your opportunity to tell me about the amazing stupid wide brim hat we're about to be selling?
1: No, I'm not going to go there. Although I, I do like that hat as well.
0: I like it more than I thought I was going
1: to like it, but I feel like there's uh, nothing cool about sunburn, Doug
0: not true there's a lot cool about sunburn it shows that you're willing to sacrifice for beauty just I, like these poor women that want a tighter I, pelvic I get, floor
1: i get excited about dumb small things and uh <clears throat> i was really excited because i was worried that a hooded sunshirt would be too hot and, But it's not it's like it's that breathable stuff right yeah it's awesome man i, I don't know i sunburn really badly on the back of my neck Oh, do you? Yeah. Mm. Always. So do you wear the hood? Yeah. You look like fucking Ted Kaczynski wandering around in the sun. It's like a beefy Ted Kaczynski. Sunglasses up. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking mosquito bitten legs.
0: Hello, I as a vampire would too like to enjoy the sunny
1: day at the beach. (laughs) Right? That scene from Blade where they're all in like motorcycle outfits driving their tinted window cars. Yep. I think being a vampire would be cool. I mean I do like if you get if, isn't let's say, that the premise of being a vampire I like, know, but I think that for a lot of people it's like well would you really want to live forever would you really want to say goodbye to your family I mean if in your entire current situation right now
0: oh, a fucking vampire it's be so hard to say goodbye to your family when you live
1: look, forever as an all powerful God well dude but you can't go out like you could never take your kid to a baseball game or take him to a night game so you're answering the question: If a vampire breaks into your bedroom tonight and offers you the fucking chance, you have to invite them. You in. say yes. You have to invite them in. <laughs>
0: so that's a thing. Uh,
1: I believe that vampire that is, pizza guy comes to your house. That is
0: more than implied consent. Implied consent would be the idea that I say the idea of a vampire coming to my house is attractive to me, but then I don't grant him complete permission. But if I say, "Well, Mr. Vampire, come inside. I would
1: like to be a god as well." You would you would do it? Oh fuck yes. Are you kidding me? That's like a no brainer. Like would you no sadness with like your kid dying before you? Well, I mean, there's sadness in everything. I'll just bite my kid. All right. Like people always act like this is some crazy thing. Would you turn everyone in your family into a vampire? Mm, not everyone. i'm not gonna go there (laughs) that would that might create some family drama but uh there's nothing they could do about it because you're all powerful and you only have to deal with it for
0: like a very short time. you would have to worry
1: about them stabbing you in your sleep with a wooden stake that's not a real thing Uh, why not i mean john carpenter says a real thing but that dude's a fucking tool
0: (laughs) did you watch true
1: blood yeah
0: was wood spikes good in that too I
1: think so yeah I feel like there's a lot of like flexible vampire lore there is but let's just say a true like the wooden stake is a thing would you be nervous about someone in your family killing you in your
0: sleep um, no because I would lock them up in a casket before I went to bed All right. there you go I believe that our relationship would be strained
1: <laughs> now <laughs> let me let's take it a step further would this make you an asset? the national guard (laughs) or would it make you have to resign from your team um like would you become this like secret john jason born like one man vampire killing machine that only works at night first of all i don't believe the national guard has a use for an uber vampire killer
0: (laughs) When one is a hobby soldier, you have to come to terms with the fact that you are not indeed at the point E, like the pointy end of the spear may not
1: be right. you. Would you go back into active duty? No. To try and be. Would not. You wouldn't be like, or maybe go work for like the CIA.
0: I don't believe I'd be contained by earthly organizations. Right. As a matter of fact, I would... would you pro- start
1: a vampire CIA? Oh
0: my God. I would just literally, I would run around and kill all the inefe- ineffective bureaucrats that I could meet. Literally, it'd be like, I'm going to the DMV to get my license, <laughs> and this person slows me down. <laughs> Dead. You wouldn't be able to get a license. Uh, DMV is not open yeah, just, when it's dark. Okay, fair enough. I'd just drive around. You know what I, mean? I would hear a story <laughs> at a bar about an ineffective DMV person. I'd go to their house, and I'd bug and drink their blood.
1: Did you read uh, the uh, I Am Legend book? Uh, You've told me all
0: about it. We have not. I don't know if we talked about this in the podcast or not. Spoiler alert. You should go for it. All right. You want me to? No, please tell the story. So like we all are familiar with the Will Smith, the the heartwarming, tear-filled Will Smith sacrificing his life for the sake of humanity and saving everyone and in the human race with his scientific knowledge.
1: Yep. let me uh, let me just say that at the open house, what's going on here? We have a, a time constraint.
0: Brian told me to keep this under an hour, so I'm checking. It's 37 minutes into this
1: podcast. All right. I bet we could do 45.
0: Um, let's play until the nines. That's how they say it in the Navy. What's the we'll nines? return on the nines. I believe that means the
1: the uh, number nine the on the my order of the hour. Yeah weird very analog of you yeah. threes mm-hmm. sixes or nines thank you let me just rewind a little bit yeah and preface this with a couple things will smith the hero one hollywood routinely fucks Fucking up endings, sucks right they fuck up endings for adapted books and i get it that if you have a book that's super rad that's like 500 pages long you need to condense into a screenplay that's 120 pages which is really like a 60-page story, long, maybe even less. As long as I am legend? The book. I think it's about 120 pages. Who wrote this book? I'd have to look. Okay. We need Nick. Not someone who's important. Continue the story. Let me take a look while we're doing it. Um, and in any event, when we had the Soft uh, little open house thing here the other night. It's uh, um, the, the not bonfire. Get it right. You, okay. Thank you. The Sawfleet non-bonfire. Um, I Am Legend Fran- uh The movie is all that comes up. Uh, Richard Matheson. Okay. Some 1954 some, science fiction. Some dude. We are definitely going to have to get naked here next time. Okay. Uh, every episode... There's shit that we got to look up.
0: Yeah. And next time we're going to have a
1: soundboard with like boing, 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 and like, you know, womp, womp, and air horns.
0: Wah, 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 wah.
1: If we do that, I am, will insist that Nick uses an actual s- slide whistle.
0: For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay.
1: In any event, uh, I am legend. Awesome story, super short. I mean, it's basically like a novella, I guess. Maybe you could say it's, but a, sh- it's a short story. Mm, I was very excited because at the open house, the non bonfire John Daly was here. Yep, and and he's read it. He, I, I think John Daly is a fucking super rad human being. Um, and he's a, an enigma. He is definitely an enigma. Um, and and is proof to that. Unlike a Navy SEAL, he's done
0: a lot of cool things and hasn't told you
1: about any of them. Yes. Um, You can just assume you're like that. I don't even think you can assume he, John Daly is an extremely unassuming individual. No, He's an
0: enigma. I just fill in all the blanks. I assume that John Daly was driving a tank that went across the, (laughs) went across the levee in Iraq in 93. And then again in 2002
1: or whatever it's possible. Um, but I think it was super cool. A part of that enigma. He just got his MFA and as his thesis, he had to write a novel, which I would very much like to read and have not, had the chance to do so yet, nor do I even know where to find it. So, John, if you say, We to this, are soldiers now and old. I don't think so. Okay. Um, anyway, I was talking to him about it. it. Turns out he's a fan of this book. And not only that, he's also a fan of a Stephen King short story, which is my favorite short story of all time called the Long Walk, which supposedly is getting made into a movie which I'm really hoping they don't fuck up. We have literally,
0: we we have navigated the stars.
1: A hundred percent. We'll I mean, get back to, I'm
0: Legend. no, we, we, I want to hear about, I am legend because I agree with you wholeheartedly in your sentiment and I'm empowering this story. We'll talk about the long walk after.
1: Have you read the long walk? Nope. All right. I would, I really want you to read it. I'm going to get it to you on audible. Okay. All right. Um, I do a, love audible. It's a fucking super cool story. Um, are we talking about The Long Walk? The Long Walk. Let's uh, go back all right. to the important thing, Let's go back, which to is that Hollywood fucks things up. Hollywood fucks things up. Agreed. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't wat- read I Am Legend. Don't, don't give them a spoiler alert. Just do it. Just ruin it for them. Just ruin it. All right, fine. In the movie, as you see, at the end, the woman finds uh What's his name? Let's give get, get people so people don't even have to watch it.
0: The, the The wave tops are like uh Will Smith is a man alone. There's no humans left. He wanders around with a
1: dog, There's killing, crazy crazed vampires, vampires, right? Yeah.
0: And then one day he stumbles on a, a white
1: woman. Well, a, the a vampires woman. are like these crazy, pe- like monsters. They're yeah. not like really people, right? Yeah. Yeah. One day he stumbles upon a woman and with a kid. Yep. And then what? Go ahead. No, no. no. I'm, I'll tell the movie, and you, tell, you tell the movie. The book. I'll right, tell the so book um uh, for some
0: reason his carefully constructed defense systems um are magically compromised as soon as he finds said woman and said boy and also it coincides perfectly with the fact that he may be finding a cure for this vampire zombieism and that he's going to save humanity and then he does somehow
1: No I think they go to like the he dies when they escape and they make it to the sanctuary.
0: He's, he's doing like a, a, slow, but he, he has the cure. Remember yeah. he discovers the cure as a last ditch effort mm-hmm. for the zombie stuff. And like he runs a rear guard in his basement and then ends up blowing himself up in some experimental thing with a grenade. And it's just whatever. I mean, it's sad, but the woman and the kid make it to yeah, the, the to, sanctuary. To, city. To Radio free America. You yeah. Know? I got
1: it. Exactly. It's, it's, the happy ending that Hollywood demands. Right. In the book, there's a guy who is like Will Smith that lives in a house. Except he's probably white because he's 1954, like right? 1954. So he is probably white. <laughs> uh, although you, you don't know. I mean, there were non-white people Listening were to Will living Smith in California.
0: Rap, you might not know that he was black. Fair
1: enough. In any in any event, um, this dude lives in a house similar where it's got, you know, he's like boarded it up. It's, it's barricaded. Um, but unlike the movie one, the vampires are all asleep during the day and they're all inside. But even during the day inside, they're asleep every day. This dude goes out to scavenge for supplies, which over time obviously takes him further and further from his house. And part of what he does is, you know, he's like raided all the, the grocery stores, et cetera. So he goes into houses during the day and in those houses, even in the dark, the vampires are sleeping. So he kills the vampires in their sleep so that he doesn't have to worry about them coming. You know, hey, as long as I'm here, right? Yeah, Two birds with one stone. Yeah. Every night, all the vampires come out. They're like drunk people. So they're not like these monsters that are totally mindless, but they're uninhibited kind of wild men and women. And they assault his house, but they never break in, whatever. One day, he finds a woman out during the day. He takes her back. It's the first person he's seen. Great success. In years. Obviously, he's excited. Yeah. Female. And uh, he takes her back. She's like there during the whole thing where the the vampires are attacking. He's talking to her. He's very excited. And it turns out that she has slipped him uh, Mickey, as they say. Mickey Finn? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he fucking passes out, right? Well, he wakes up in a cage underground. And as it turns out, there was the crazed vampires that attacked his house. But there's also this like whole society of basically normal people that are vampires. So that haven't gone nuts and they have reestablished this underground society. And he is maybe one of the only, if not the only like day Walker or whatever, non vampire left in the world. And the thing is, is that, he goes around. He's the fucking boogeyman in that situation. Baba Yaga. He is. I mean, he's the guy that fucking shows up in the, the middle of the night, which is the middle of the day, and fucking kills you in your sleep. And that is why it's I Am Legend. He's the fucking legend. He's the legend, Yeah, a fucking awesome and reversal. They put him in a cage like a zoo. And they put him in a cage like a zoo. I think it was before he was going to go on trial. It wasn't like you're uh, going to live here forever. I thought forever. they were just coming there to like see him. Well, he was on display, I think, to show that he's like not a fucking scary dude. Um, but I believe ultimately that, you know, it was like leading to his execution. But the point was that the name makes sense. Super fucking cool reversal in the Didn't end. makes sense in the movie. Right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense in the movie. And it's, it's short. I just said the whole thing, the whole plot in fucking two minutes. Maybe it's too short. It's not too short. They could do it in a 90 to 120 minute movie and it would be way fucking cooler. So I want to know why they have to fuck these things up so bad. Why did they let Euron Greyjoy shoot a dragon with a spear gun that
0: didn't sh- kill any other dragons? I don't know. Me either.
1: They're trying to wrap up the season,
0: but I, mean, that's I get different.
1: that. I'm just saying Hollywood is full of weird things. Yeah, but this is just bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, I really am excited for you to listen yeah, to listen to the long laser walk. treatment. <laughs> and for that too. That so that is the question. Will I go back? Will you be going back? Can uh-huh. they laser treat your balls or no? <laughs> Jesus. I can't even first of
0: all, she was a very attractive woman. I don't know how you broach the subject of being like, could you Press on my balls to reduce <laughs> the pain from. my... Uh, well, I assume
1: she wouldn't be pressing on them. She, so that's what she did. She used her fingers. I know she on your back, dance, but I'm saying if you did it on, on your, your balls, sack, I feel like it would have. Like, she probably wouldn't care, man. It wouldn't be a sexual thing, right? And she's like, her. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I mean, this is awkward. Let's make it easier now that there's a lot of blood down there. What if this turns into this weird laser testicle fetish for you? Jesus, I would lose a lot of money. You would probably,
0: what, your balls would get all black and shriveled. Luckily, they appreciate fine Americans and gave me a 20% military discount. That's is nice. I wonder that? if they'd keep doing that if I just went in there and had my balls shaped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about it. I can see in your face you're I'm, thinking about I'm it.
0: I'm more thinking about how painful it would be, mainly because it was like, like I said, I didn't think it could be that bad. Because, like, oh, this is a place that women come and get this thing done on their legs. If it was that bad, they wouldn't do it. And then I think to myself about all the uncomfortable things that women do for the sake of being
1: attractive to other women. Did you feel weird being the only guy in there besides the 80-year-old dude? Besides the 80-year-old dude? No, not at all. Did he drive a Mercedes? I don't know what he was driving. Uh, I assume that most... Old guys that are getting plastic surgery drive like the convertible well, he, Mercedes. I don't think he was there for plastic surgery. I think he was there to get his uh,
0: his ear hairs reduced. I mean, it's kind yeah, of like maybe, a maybe he's uh, a maybe he's a BMW. He guy. seemed like a pretty cool dude. I mean, in general, although he was an eighty year old guy who what cared mean, about his he ear seemed hair, seemed like a pretty cool dude. I heard him talking to the other esthetician like they were having a conversation in public. What made him seem like a cool dude. Uh, he seemed grounded and he was pragmatic about the fact that he was there to get ear hair removed and that was it. His wife seemed a little bit higher maintenance. Right. I
1: don't know, man. I just know that I went, maybe this she's thing. the one that's making them get the air, ear ear thing then.
0: Do you think I'm just trying to think at what point, like it bothers me because I'm standing there shaving and I see like a, like rappel rope coming out of my ear and I'm like, well, yoink. But like, I don't have the kind of relationship with my wife where I feel like she would be close enough to my ear to ever notice that there were ear hairs coming out of it. Man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We're like a 1950s kind of couple. If mm. if we could have two beds, she would want that, you know? like So I'm not going to pull a Solomon and cut that king size right in half, but I feel like if I just magically showed up with two full-sized beds, she'd be like, good night, John boy.
1: <laughs> good night, Kim. I think two beds would be unnecessary, but if my wife could... Put like two different temperature controls in our room. Oh, there's definitely. That's, there's definitely no, 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 I mean for the air. Oh,
0: have you tried those uh, dual cool mattresses?
1: Yeah. Well, we have the chili cube on the my side, but yeah. still like, I would prefer to sleep in like a 62 degree room all year round. And she wants it to be she, warmer. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, but you gotta figure that out. Yes. <laughs> um, can we wrap this up. We have three minutes to wrap it up in a timely fashion. Okay. Generally speaking, um, I feel like this went reasonably well. Yeah, my shoulders feel a s- long week slippery. Oh God, just drove everywhere. I just drove up to Virginia Beach to provide testimony for uh, the family of Logan Melgar in that case, and it was worth it. But I'm not going to lie, the idea of like on a Thursday driving. Four hours of Virginia Beach and then sitting for nine hours in court and then driving back and like I left a long day man Dude, I, I left after we after everybody provided information for the prosecution I was like hey man like I've seen one of the defense's um, witnesses and I'm not sure that I've been more physically angry at a human in a long time and as you know I, I have rage issues so like
1: it's a significant thing Well Um, aware, it's the reason that our conversations are ninety percent argument. (laughs) It's like uh, I'm like a chihuahua that's constantly. (laughs) If you were a bigger asshole, we would have had a a total knockdown meltout. I am a big asshole. I'd be a bigger. (laughs) I don't. Um.
0: Yeah, so it was just I. I I was at full capacity yesterday. I was just like, man, and then to make it better, the drive from Virginia Beach to Hillsboro is like the perfect storm of no cell phone service. So like <laughs> I'm talking to you <laughs> and
1: Bill and like connected six times.
0: Oh dude, every time you try to talk to people and right when you get to the juicy part and every, the text you send me I want to hear what you have to say, but you keep getting it's like I'm aware. Also this is just as frustrating for me. Like I'm like, I want to put my fist to the
1: dashboard of this truck right now. Ah. Um, I put a, uh, a wireless signal amplifier for like a semi truck in my pickup truck, which I think ha- did work. It's, it's worked pretty well. Yeah. It doesn't like make it work where there's like no, if there's service. no signal. It won't pick one up. I mean, it's not like a satellite dish, Yeah, but, uh, it will amplify a weak signal for sure.
0: Yeah, maybe I have to get one of those put in a, a trusty old mom car. It's not a mom car. Yeah, it is. It's a mom that has a lot of kids' car. It is a. It is an extended-length expedition. That is a mom car. I don't think of it that way. No, not either, because I drive it, and there's always, like, guns in it and shit. But, like, it's the war wagon. That's the kind of thing that a dude who drives a mom car would say. You know? like
1: You should get that as a license plate. A it's war probably wagon. taken. I bet we can. Like, I should get Nick a, was here we I want to get
0: the extended length Prius and then get a war wagon license plate for it and then just load it up with guns and ammo.
1: I'm going to see if we can get war wagon for you. 2BRCC to <laughs> <laughs> That's too many letters. <clears throat> it should be
0: WRWGN. Hopefully it's something really inappropriate.
1: I was gonna go with W A R W A R W A G N. There's a few ways that we could do this. I think I'm on the wrong website. I'm just searching for license
0: plates. It'd be cooler if it was Worgen. Worgen? Yeah, I can just warg my way right into some crows and not help anybody.
1: There you go. I'm full of Game of
0: Thrones stuff tonight. You could just do. <laughs> don't worry, the twice. dead are attacking our castle. I'm gonna warg my way into some crows that don't do anything.
1: Yeah, that's the one only.
0: Was- plausible argument I saw was that brand warged into those crows so they could all pick Aria up and
1: then drop her right next to the, the night King. I'm hoping that, uh, it looks like this might be available. Oh Jesus. Is it really? Well, according to this one search site, we, we have to go to the North Carolina DMV first, but, uh, let me ask you here if it is available, will you get it? Yes. All right, let's go find out. And then we'll get a... On, s- on that note. And then we'll get a sot. <laughs> yeah! On that note.
0: Au Zane.